Hi, you're listening to Screen of the Crime. I'm Tess. And I'm Maggie, and this is a podcast where we talk about true crime. And what would happen if your favorite TV and movie characters committed those crimes. April. April Fools. <laughs> I mean, it's not April Fools right it's now. It's not. No, it's the day after April Fools. Yeah. Um, I didn't do anything for April Fools. It's a weird thing. Tess said she was going to prank me, but then she decided not to, but she won't tell me what it was. I won't tell Maggie what it was. And she's never going to follow through with it, so it's really weird of her, but whatever. Well, because I wouldn't, like, why would you do a prank on a day besides that day? I know, but like, you, if you you think that you weren't, if you're not gonna prank me, then why wouldn't you just tell me what the prank was? You know what I mean? Because it would have been a, a really like, because I feel like for pranks, here's my thing with pranks. Like you, you mean? Can, were you gonna be mean to me? I wasn't gonna be mean to you, so but I was going to do something to that would freak you out. What does that mean? Exactly. Like it's, dye your hair? Like I don't understand. What would freak me out? I don't know. Take all the rip all the posters off my wall. Just make me cry instead. <laughs> I put a lot of effort into that. Yeah, maybe I'll tell you after we record, but who knows? Fine. It's a mystery. Ugh. I need to have something. I need to have some air of mystery. About I'll forget me. about it eventually. Yeah. Like tomorrow, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, any new news in your life? I don't know if there is. Nothing that should be on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Nothing there. Let's just put it. I'm very busy. I have to draw a lot of things. I have to run a lot of events. But it's, like, fun events, you know? Fundraising stuff and, like, cool stuff for, you know, college things. You know, things. Otherwise, my personal life is topsy-turvsy, but we can avoid it. We can ghost people, so we're doing great. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) How about you, Maggie? Sorry, I'm, like, drinking uh, Sprite. Um, (laughs) Um, sorry. We got a um, new Patreon supporter named Austin Viscoso. I'm so sorry if I butchered that last name. Um, we think it might be our friend Austin. Otherwise, it's just a very good coincidence. Yeah. But if it is our friend Austin, you're awesome and like the sweetest person ever. And you'll probably hear this anyway. So if it isn't you, we still love you, Austin. Yeah, seconded. Yeah. Um, this Saturday, we're doing this fundraiser for cancer, uh-huh. and we have to stay up from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Yeah, it will so. be, but it's for a good cause. And so yeah. Like, it's a good, so it's called Relay for Life. They have them all over, like, the world. I think USA for sure, but, like, it's all over. It's for the American Cancer Association. Yeah, but it's a really good cause, and it's, like, a huge event, so we're both there representing different clubs. Just I'm a team some Googling. Yeah. It is Austin. We love you, Austin. Oh, Austin, shout out to you. We'll be at Relay with you, so. We'll see you there. See you there all night. <laughs> all, all night and all morning, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm um, hyped. I'm gonna uh, be, I'm a team captain, so I'm gonna bring some, like, 
I don't know if I can bring snacks, but I'm going to bring, like, some snacks for everyone, some caffeine, like, you know, my team is so far three people, including myself, so it's not a big team, but, like, we raised, like, a good amount of money for three people. Yeah. So. I have a different team than Tess. Uh-huh. And we have, like, 30-something people. Yeah. And we've raised, like, uh, I want to say, like, $2,700. That's pretty good. Yeah. We, yeah, we got two of our people to shave their heads, so. Ooh, fun. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. we're gonna stop bragging. Yeah. We <laughs> just are, like, such good people. <laughs> we're just, like, amazing, and, like, we do things for charity, like, not just, like, for ourselves, but, like, for charity. <laughs> and, you know, like, cancer's bad, and it sucks, and everyone hates it. <clears throat> so if you're listening to this, and you would love, love, love to help us... Um, you can go onto Facebook. Yeah. Um, and go to my account. That's Maggie Sperry. Yeah. I have a fundraiser. You can donate to mine. Yeah. Or you can find or you me. Could, or you could just type in Relay for Life. Yeah. And then you can donate there. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll say, if this is just another, me and Maggie have slowly, like, this year, I feel like everything we do now, we do together. Because, like, yeah. we have the podcast together, we live together, we work at the same place. Maggie's yeah. my boss. I am. <laughs> um, Fun. We are on the same e-board together of the same club now. Like, literally, Maggie replaced my position I was in. Yeah, I'm taking over. So, like, everything we are just melding into a unit, and yeah. it's great. But then next year, we're not going to be living together at all. I know. I was, thinking, so I was thinking about that today, and I got, like, genuinely so sad. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, last year we basically lived together. Yeah. We're going to be so far apart. I know. We're going to have to, like, drive to see each other. Yeah, that's That's kind of... That's so sad. That's kind of fucked up. But, yeah, because last year, like, we were in dorms together, and, like, my roommate moved out after a semester. Maggie's roommate didn't talk. So, like... She could talk. She could talk. She just didn't. She just didn't. She chose not to. Love you, Dana. If you listen to this, which would be crazy. You were a good roommate. She just not... You didn't didn't talk. You just didn't talk. But she was a fine person. She was a fine person. But yeah, but ba- so Maggie basically lived with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, get into the story. Yeah. Um. So this is um the disappearance of Chris Kramer and lasagna. I was about to say lasagna. Lis <laughs> Ann Froon. Um, I refer to her as Froon, but I might refer to her as lasagna accidentally. Yeah. Um, Lizanne Froon was 22, and she was a aspiring, optimistic, intelligent, and passionate volleyball player. Yeah. And Chris Kramers, which is a girl, um, was 21, and she was open, creative, and responsible. Cool. Um, they both grew up in Amersfoort, um, which I believe is in the Netherlands. Okay. Um, Froon's graduate, yeah, I thought this was in America until I was like, wait, where is this place? Yeah, and then you're just like, oh, foreign, okay. Yeah, and then Froon's uh, graduated with a degree in applied sciences from Denventer, and Kremers had just completed her studies in cultural so- social education, specializing in art education at the University of Etrecht. Um, so just a little bit more background. <clears throat> Froon moved in with Kremers in a dorm room in Amersfoort, they worked together at the cafe slash restaurant called, it's in uh, Dutch or whatever, so I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Okay. In Den Kleenenhap. 
Um, they both saved up money for six months and planned to go to Panama together on a special trip to learn Spanish, as well as to do something of significance for the locals, particularly volunteering with children. Because they're just, like, good people. <laughs> I don't want to talk bad about them. They're actually good people. But Yeah. But, like, you know, I mean, this is us. Like... They're going to, like, a foreign country to, like, learn Spanish and, mm-hmm. like, you know, help the locals. <laughs> Yo quiero help the locals. Okay. Sorry, it's a joke. I I took three years of Spanish. <laughs> the trip was also supposed to be a reward for Froon for graduating. So let's talk about their disappearance. Okay. Sorry, my like laptop's rubbing against the mic stand. If you heard that, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's what that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Kramers and Froon arrived in Panama for a six-week vacation on March 15th of 2014. They toured Panama for two weeks before arriving in Boquete on March 29th to live with a local family for a month while volunteering with children. On April 1st, April Fool's Day, Oh, I was writing these notes and I was like, whoa, it's like around now. Yeah, that um, worked out well. Yeah, it really did actually. Yeah. Um, they went hiking with their host's dog around 11 near the clouded forest that surrounded the Baru volcano, mm-hmm. um, possibly the trail of Panista. Um, not far from Boquette. If you know where that is. I don't. It's in Panama. Yeah. Um, they wrote on Facebook that they intended to walk around uh, Boquette, and it was reported that they had been seen having brunch with two young Dutch men before embarking on the trail. Okay. Their host became alarmed when their dog returned home that night without the young women. That would be alarming. It would be alarming. Yeah. Um, Froon's parents stopped receiving text messages, which both women um, had been sending their families daily. On the morning of April 2nd, Froon and Kramers missed an appointment with a local guide. On April 3rd, authorities began aerial searches of the forest and local residents began searching. On April 6th, the parents of Kramer and Froon arrived in Panama along with police, dog units, and detectives from the Netherlands to conduct a full-scale search of the forest for 10 days. The parents offered a $30,000 reward. Hmm. So 10 weeks later, a local woman turned um, in Froon's blue backpack, which she said she had found in a rice paddy by a riverbank near her village of Alto Romero in the Bocos del Toro region. Mm-hmm. She said she was sure it had not been there in the day before. The backpack contained two pairs of sunglasses, $83 in U.S. money, um, and cash, Froon's passport, a water bottle, Froon's camera, two bras, and the woman's phones, all packed, dry, and in good condition. Interesting. Yeah. Um, the woman's phones showed that, they, that some hours after the start of their hike, someone had dialed 112, which is the international emergency number, and 911, the emergency number in Panama. Hmm. The first distress call had been made just hours after the beginning of their hike, one from Kramer's iPhone at 4.39, and shortly after that from Froon's Samsung Galaxy at 4.51 uh, p.m. These were like 1600s, right? Okay. I was just clarifying. Um, yeah. None of the calls had gone through due to lack of reception in the area except for one 911 call attempted on April 3rd that lasted for a little over a second before breaking up. So, okay, so they've been out there. They were out there for a few they days. They were out there since April 1st. Okay. So that would have been day... Day two. Day three. three yeah. More. Yeah. Um, after April 5th, Froon's phone battery became exhausted after 5 um, a.m. 
and was not used again. Kramer's iPhone would not make any more calls either, but was intermittently turned on to search for reception. Mm-hmm. After April 6, multiple attempts of a false PIN code were entered into the iPhone and never received the correct code again. Okay, so someone had the phone. Yeah. One report showed that between 7 and 10, sorry, April 7th and 10th, there were 77 emergency call attempts from the iPhone. Oh, shit. On April 11th, the phone was turned on at 10.51 and was turned off for the last time at 11.56. Um, that's AM. Okay. So, so I have a call log that I screenshotted from Wikipedia. Uh-huh. Um, so it's at, like, one attempt on April 1st, two attempts on April 2nd from the iPhone, and then three attempts on April 3rd and one check signal. Two more, um, check signal attempts on April 4th, and then, um... Oh, wait. I'm reading wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there's, uh, between April 1st and April 3rd, there's, every day there's an attempt to call, um, an emergency line, and then there's a check signal on April 3rd, and then two more check signals on April 4th, two more on April 5th, um, two more on April 6th, but no pen was entered, and then two more, and then one more on April 11th, and no pen was entered, and then it was turned off. Mm-hmm. And then from the Samsung Galaxy, which is Froon's phone, there was one attempt on April 1st, two attempts on April 2nd, but one was also, to, like, there was two, one to one, 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 two, one, one to nine, one, one. And then there was two check signal attempts on the 3rd, no activity on the 4th. And then on the 5th, there was a check signal attempt, and then the phone uh, died. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Froon's camera contained photos from April 1st, suggesting that the woman had taken a trail at the overlook of the Continental Divide and wandered into some wilderness hours before their first attempt to reach 911. Um, into the wilderness hours before. I'm sorry, I didn't put the comment in there. <laughs> um, but with no um, signs of anything unusual. On April 8th, 90 flash photos were taken between um, 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., apparently deep in the jungle and in, in near complete darkness. Damn. More do than, you know what the pictures, what's on the pictures? I do, I'll get to it. <gasps> oh. More than 100 pictures were on the camera. The first looked like normal tourist photos of the woman smiling, but they soon began to change. One showed Kramer's with what looked like concern on her face, dated around the time of the emergency call. Uh-huh. Um, a few photos show that that they were possibly near a river or a ravine. Some show a twig with a plastic bag and candy wrappers on top of a rock. Others show what looks like toilet paper and a mirror on another rock. And another shows the back of Kramer's head with what looks like blood by her temple. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. Several theories about how and why the woman took these photos. Um, the arbitrary pictures look focused, um, as if steady hands took the shots, suggesting they were intentional, like the ones of them smiling. Yeah. Um, uh, perhaps the photos served as trail markers to help the young women find their way around or back to the rescue, or back to rescuers. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the dark, the pair might have used the camera flash as a light source or mm-hmm. to scare away animals. Um, others suggested either Froons nor Kramer, neither Froons nor Kramer took those photos. They believe someone abducted the women. That's, yeah. Um, the blood on Kramer's head led to speculations about how Kramer's suffered an injury during the hike, and Froon's perhaps used the camera for light or to document Kramer's last known whereabouts before seeking help. Mm-hmm. Um, if harm came to Kramer's, the photo would have been t- uh, would have 
been intended to help rescuers determine her location based on visual markers. That's true. So, like, if she'd left her body yeah, and she found some help, they'd be like, well, she's here, you know? Yeah. Um, I heard, when I first heard about this case, like, they might have been using the flash to, like, kind of like a flare effect. Like, if you were, like, in the air to, like, oh, light yeah, up. Yeah. Um, but no one knows. They were focused on the ground, not upwards. Yeah. They're kind of weird. Like, um, they were not the... Their parents didn't want the photos released to the press, mm-hmm. but someone on, like, some news stores accidentally released, like, some of the photos, including the one of, like, the back of Kramer's head. Yeah. Um, but, like, they're weird. They're just, like, stuff on a rock. Like, they're I- dirty. Yeah. Like, there, there's, like, not, like, anything in the photo, but you can still see. Yeah. Like, they're kind of focused, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm going to talk about the remains. Okay. The discovery of the backpack led to new searchers along the Culabra. Kramer's jean shorts, zipped and neatly folded, were found atop a rock on the opposite bank of the tributary. What? It's the river. Oh, tributary. A few kilometers away from where Froon's backpack had been discovered, although later witnesses would claim that the jeans were not neatly folded, but found in the river itself. Mm-hmm. Um, two of the articles said that they were neatly folded. Wikipedia had this little excerpt in it about mm-hmm. them, them being found in the river. I don't know what's true. Yeah. Um, two months later, closer to where the backpack was discovered, a pelvis and a boot with a foot inside were found. Like a whole ass foot. Not like a bone. What? Where was it cut off? Uh, ankle. Shit. Like it was just in the boot. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, s- soon at least 33 widely scattered bones were discovered along the same river bank. DNA testing confirmed that they belonged to Froon's and Kramer. Froon's bones still had some skin attached to them, but Kramer's bones appeared to have been bleached. Whack. Yeah. Um, the Panamanian... Panamanian forensic anthropologists later claimed that under magnification, quote, there are no discernible scratches of any kind on the bone, neither of nature nor cultural origin. But there, sorry, there are no marks on the bone at all. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but it means there's no marks on the bone. I guess maybe it means, like, if for some reason, like, there was some sort of, like, like, no one used there no one used the bones for like any purpose yeah mm-hmm. like there was no like marking or anything for like any symbolic reasons they also found bits of kramer's skin in the jungle um while the women were evidently dead <laughs> none of the evidence explained how they died yeah the bodies were in pieces likely scattered by the river over time much was lost the only other suggestions of inner injury um was remains of bones from Frun's foot though a broken foot wouldn't have killed her um, though they, they found the woman, sorry, though they found the women, there's air quotes around that, mm-hmm. authorities did not know how their deaths occurred. Yeah. Authorities faced the struggle of trying to determine why and how the woman had died. They began looking for persons of interest. They tried to figure out if woman, if the woman had any company besides the dog. The innkeeper they spoke to said Fruit and Kramer were alone and had asked for directions before the hike. At this point, no one was with them. By March of 2015, almost a year after Kramer's and Froon traveled to Panama, investigators at last reached their conclusion. The re- <laughs> research into the case suggested that the woman most likely suffered some sort of accident along the trail, but became lost in the forest. Hmm. 
Afrun had supposedly fallen a great distance and died, um, either in or near the river. Her foot would support the, the, this theory. Experts said the break in the ankle and foot could only occur from a fall from a great height. Ew. The photo taken showed the date of when the woman tried contacting emergency services, likely after Kramer suffered her injury, but in the dark, they couldn't find their way back. Froon died trying to exit the forest, leaving Kramer's, Kramer's dead or dying. The remains then decomposed thanks to the river and the rain ended up scattered miles away. Many claim the Panam- Panamanian <laughs> authorities botched their handling of the case. A writer from the Panama paper, La Australia Adela, her name's Adela Karad, mm-hmm. said the whole thing was a mess. She reported that there was no chain of custody established for the recovery recovered evidence or remains. She also said that the that 30 prints found on the backpack not only remained unidentified, but none of the indigenous people involved with the case had their prints recorded. She voiced further concern over the investigation of the electronics, saying the condition of the equipment found was inconsistent with the place where it turned up, seeing as it was dry and undamaged. Mm-hmm. The lack of damage to the equipment was suspicious, but the police didn't investigate this matter and also failed to scrutinize the photo deleted off the camera. I don't know what the photo was. It was deleted. Mm-hmm. Lawyer Enrique Orocha, or Orocha, <laughs> sorry, it's a double R, you roll it, <laughs> who works for the Kramer's family, voiced concerns about the handling of evidence. He claims there wasn't a forensic investigation conducted at the crime scene, and the evidence and its sources remained unverified. Furthermore, still lost are the woman's skulls and other major bones, which may reveal a more uh, definite cause of death. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I feel like a lot of times it would be, like, skull and ribs would give a good, like, it would definitely confirm a fall, because, like, you yeah. know, ribs would be broken. Skulls, if there was any form of, like, blunt trauma, would definitely be to the head. Mm-hmm. Especially because she had an injury on her head. Yeah. Um... Because of this evidence mishandling, conspiracy theories and suggestions of cover-ups by the police and government gained steam. Some believe the indigenous people of the area may have killed the pair and eaten them. Huh. I don't think that's true. Yeah, that seems um, a little much, but, like, I don't know. And are now hiding the crime by turning over evidence and seeming cooperate. Cooperate. And seeming to cooperate. I'm sorry, I can't read. <laughs> Others suggest the deaths were possibly the work of cartels or organ traffickers, which would explain why the bodies were in pieces. Yeah. Um, while there are plentiful theories about the, what truly happened, one common theme revolves around the government and the authorities in Panama intentionally keeping quiet. Did someone kill Froon and Kramers? Between 2009 and 2017, over 24 other tourists have gone missing in this area or turned up dead. A revisiting of the case in 2017 brought up enough evidence to suggest that disappearances, including those of Fruin and Kramers, may have linked to serial killer, to a serial killer. Huh. Leaked law enforcement reports suggest someone dismembered the young woman and scattered their remains deliberately, which might have happened to others as well. Reports say that the evidence points to homicide, but we may never know. Yeah, I definitely think it was something, like some sort of foul play. Yeah, I don't think... That it was, like, they, they like, tripped. Yeah. And they injured themselves because the backpack with the phones being okay showing up is kind of weird. But also, mm-hmm. if they, if they, if she fell and they think she fell 
like near like the water why wouldn't their full body show up Mm -hmm. and why was one of the bones like one of the uh, frunes or is it frums Mm -hmm. one of their bones were bleached while the others wasn't yeah it's like there's and also like the fact that like when you were saying with the phones how it's like some of them had like pins put in but that didn't go through like who's trying to access their phone? Yeah, that's that was weird. And I think like maybe, like if Kramer's died and Froon's phone died, like maybe because it's it's the 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 wrong pens happen. Yeah. The day after Froon's phone dies. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Froon's was trying to do that, like trying to get the pin in. Yeah. Which I guess would make sense. Yeah. But still, I don't know if they were that close of friends. Maybe they know their passcode. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know your how to open your phone. Oh, I honestly thought you would have. I I, I feel like you. it's like a patterned phone. No, I know, know, but like that makes it harder. Uh-huh. Well, like, do you know how to open my phone? Well, I know your laptop password. Is it the same one? It's not, because it's six numbers for this. Oh, gosh, then no. Okay. I know Maddie's password. Yeah, mine, my phone password, no one will know this, but I'll say what it is. Because, like, you know how, like, usually I either do it, like, as a pattern, but this one I did, it's like two numbers but then one of them is my lacrosse number from the first two years of high school and then one of them's the last two years of high school wow yeah so if yeah, anyone, no one would know that no one would know that <laughs> well i know your laptop <laughs> yeah but that's i'm halfway there i don't know like yeah maybe she wouldn't know that. i don't know yeah all right cool yeah okay Anything you need to say, or want to do some ASMR? Stop! I thought there would be more liquid in this. I'm so sorry, everyone. That was sipping Sprite from a Wendy's cup. Yeah, you gotta get that McDonald's Sprite. That stuff like hits you hard. You're right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about is probably like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but like, if you know, then you know. Like, that McDonald's Sprite just like, get you. Whoa. Thank you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to all uh, our listeners, I'm, yeah. I'm truly sorry for what I just did to you. <laughs> okay. So, all right. This is a relatively unique case, so I guess it's kind of like hard to think of. I think of it's something. kind of creepy. It's so, it's so spooky. It's so creepy. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> well, especially because we were just talking about being friends earlier. It was like, oh, you know, like BFFs. And I'm like, BFFs. then you start and anyway, they're like by best the way, friends from college. I'm like, these best ah! friends die. <laughs> we can't go anywhere alone. We die together. <laughs> creepy. Uh-huh. Anyways, but I think that's where I'm going to base off my cross-referencing here. Um, I'm going to do Broad City. Oh, all right. Because it's two BFFs, and that Broad City, for those of you who don't know what it is, but you should, it's a TV show on Comedy Central, and it uh, they just had their series finale last week, which I'm so sad about because it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's so good. It's like a really, really funny show. It's a comedy show. I, yeah, it's, it's funny. I think it's funny. Yeah, I would say. But basically, it's two girls, and they're both like kind of right out of college uh at the beginning of the show at the beginning and they're um live in new york city and it's kind of it's hard to explain because it's just so random but it's basically just like them living in new york like having their like weird adventures together and they're both just like very chaotic people and it's 
absolutely entertaining and wonderful. Yeah. But we have Abby and Alana. And Alana's, like, the crazier one. She's just very, like, fluid and open. She's, like, a cool person. Then she wears, like, a fanny pack all the time. Yeah, her she wears a fanny pack, a lot of crop tops. She's adorable. I love her. Yeah. And then, so there we have Alana and then Abby. And Abby is, she's a little, she's more, like, reserved than Alana, but she's also still has her, like, they're both, like, crazy. But she's more of, like, she's trying to be an illustrator and she works at a gym and um, she's just an absolute sweetheart, and I love her. Mm. But, um, so Abby and Alana. Oh, I'm are, sorry. I just looked at the IMDb. Their names are actually Abby and Alana. Yeah. Abby uh, Jacobson and Alana Glazer play Abby and Alana in Broad City. Yeah. So, I didn't know you didn't, I didn't know you uh, I didn't, know didn't know that. that. Didn't know yeah. I'm, like, absolutely obsessed with this show, so I know, like, everything about everyone, but, Yeah. yeah. Also, Hannibal Burris is in it. I don't think he'll be relevant to this. No, but it's, he is in it. Yeah, Hannibal's in it as well. He plays Lincoln. Uh, he's Alana's uh, on and off again boy. Well, yeah, he's not really. They're not like a couple, but like they both have times. It's really interesting because like the way the show plays it out, where it's like he's introduced as like they're basically just like fuck buddies, mm-hmm. and it they go on and off of like both of them want to actually be serious at one point, but it's never at the same time. So they, like, never kind of work it out, and it's just kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So obviously. So, yeah, we just have, like, them go on their crazy adventures, and I think that's where we're going to start. Because, like, it's hard because this, like, Broadway is, like, such a comedy. Like, it's just a really funny show. Yeah. And this is a really creepy, horrible story, so, like, bear with me. I don't mean to be rude about the case, but, like... That's obviously going to happen when you have a comedy. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Abby and Alana. Who's who? It doesn't, I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Does it? I'm going to say that Alana is the aspiring, optimistic, intelligent, and passionate volleyball player. And I'm going to say that Abby is the open, creative, and responsible. Yeah, Abby's definitely the responsible one. Yeah, that's what I was getting Yeah. At. Well, like, the other thing is, the fun thing about Broadsea is, like, I feel like every time... So I've been watching this show since I've been in high school. Mm-hmm. It's been on for, like, a good amount of time, like, since, like, 2010 or something. And, like, me and my friend in high school both watch it. And, like, I've always watched it with, like, another friend. So it's kind of, like, who's Abby, who's Alana? Because yeah. they're, like, both different. But, like, the first girl I watched it with, she, I was Alana and she was Abby. Like, very clearly. And then now, I'm watching it with our other friend, Bridget, who was on the podcast earlier. And between us, we don't know who's who. I think you're the Abby and she's the Alana. But, like, weirdly, I think with us, Mm -hmm. I'm the Abby and you're the Alana. Yeah, for sure. But I've, yeah. It's just, I... Even though I'd love to be the Alana. I like Alana better. I I love Abby, though. She's such a sweetie. And that's why we're friends. Because we love each other. Exactly. Aspire to be us. No. <laughs> Aspire. <laughs> yeah. But so anyways, I think it would be Abby and Alana. I don't know if they would go all the way to Panama. <laughs> Maybe they just go to like Mexico or something. I think they would go to like... Go to Canada. Yeah. Uh, Canada. Let me, where would they go that would have like... They would definitely go like... I think they go upstate New York. Really? Just like here? They're not going to spend the money. <laughs> they go back to Florida. Yeah. No, I think they go to, like, the, um, what are the, Adirondacks, that's what it's called? Mm -hmm. They go up to, like, upstate New York, hiking, 
And, like, they're fully unprepared. Like, these girls, I think, were, like, prepared and knew what they were doing. I think they got murdered. <laughs> Abby Alana... These girls were prepared, but... Because they were in fucking Panama. Yeah, they went there for, like... like who what, knows what's out there? Like, Six a weeks. month. Yeah. Six-week vacation. Yeah, they planned. They planned. They knew what they were doing. But also, it's, like, two, like, white girls in the middle of the, like, Panama forest. It's, like... Who do you think you are not getting murdered? Do you know what I mean? Like, not <laughs> you to came be, like, here to get murdered. <laughs> like, not to be, like, that person, but, like, as an anxious person who is, like, everything's dangerous, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I think it could be fun. It would be fun, but, Let's like, you'd get murdered. No! Not... Listen, I don't think the middle of the forest is a place to get murdered. Are you kidding me? As someone who spent the summer alone in Maine... In, like, in the rural Maine. part of Maine. Maine is different. In the forest area. Like, I went to Skudik, which is, like, partially woods, partially, like, rocks, yeah. cliffs. Yeah. Dare I say, alone by myself. I never got murdered. Okay. Besides the point. Anyways. <laughs> it's different, though. Okay. Like, you have to it's admit It's not like there was a forest where I was alone with crazy rednecks. No offense to anyone from Maine. Um, okay, that's fair. Well, glad you you made it out alive. Yeah. But I thought about it hard enough me. I would need you to text me every day to make sure you're okay. 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 Um, I'm just a very anxious person, okay. everyone. We know yeah, this. she is. Yeah, we know this. So, anyways, I think Abby La would, instead of going all the way to Panama, because there's no way in hell they'd pay for that. No. Um, they'd go to upstate New York and go to the... I can't, keep wanting to say cat, I keep wanting to say Catskills, but that's not here. Never heard of those mountains. I don't know where they are. Adirondacks. Adirondacks. So they're going, and they're kind of prepared, but like they're not. There's an episode. They have of like Broad's, a backpack. Yeah, they have a backpack, and like in the backpack, for them, would be a lot of weed. Yes. Um, it would be a lot of weed. Pictures of Abby that Alana brought. Um. What was it? It was like figs or something? Figs, yeah. Because there's an episode where they go off the grid, which is basically they go to Central Park with no phones. And then and they're on like roller they go, skates. They rollerblade there. And Abby falls in a ditch and then like she's going through Alana's backpack and she has pictures of Abby, weed, snacks, like a weird, like one of those like uh, magician like scarves that's oh, really yeah, long. Oh yeah, she's pulling it out, out of the backpack. Um, she has her vibrator. <laughs> And, like, the essentials, but I'm just, like, that's, it just, you know. So they would be, like, prepared, but, like, not for what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, they'd go get some, like, hiking boots and stuff and, like, think they're ready. But, like, again, it would be, like, two people who exclusively live in a city going hiking. Mm -hmm. Like, they'd be, they'd have some really good Instagram pics. Oh, yeah. And, like, they'd take lots of pictures, but, like, I think eventually... They would get out, and it gets pretty mountainy up there because it's the mountains. And I think my here's a situation because I know these two girls meet some Dutch boys or whatever. They do. Um, Dutch boys, shout out to Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's an inside joke that none of you will understand. You don't get it. You're not part of our. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but I think they would meet like some people who live in the mountains up there. Some, some probably, mountain men. Some ma- wacky mountain men. That's so funny. I'm sorry. Tangent. I've been listening to the Dead Meat podcast, um, and they just did a review of Wrong Turn, which mm-hmm. is a horror movie kind of like um, The Hills Have Eyes. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-hmm. But there's these, it's in um, West Virginia, and like the, the bad people are just referred to as the mountain men. 
That's wonderful. I love that. They're like the crazy, like ancestral, like rednecks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. So I think I would meet like some rednecks and like both of them are like horny as horny on Maine. Like they are. So they'd be like, what? <laughs> You're like, like they are. No, like watch the show. They're, they like. People. I mean, they are. They are. Yeah. Not in a bad way. I'm not slut shaming. I can't talk. But we're sex positive here. We are. <laughs> Weird tangent. But anyways, so they'd be like, oh, what's Ooh, up, boys? the mountain then? Yeah. And like meet up with them and be like, oh, let's go for a hike. And I think the mountain men would be like. Murder. Murder. Yeah. They'd find the murderers. Never trust a mountain man. No. Unless they're cute. Am I right, ladies? Yeah. Never trust any man. <laughs> Except for Austin. We love you, Austin. Yeah, except for you, Austin. Except for you, Austin. You're the only exception. Yeah. But, um... He's gonna be so excited about these shout-outs. <laughs> well, he deserves it. So, <laughs> they would go hiking, and I think the mountain men would just get absolutely annoyed with them. I think they would, like, they wouldn't even be, like, intention to murder them, but, like, they would be like, who are these? They'd be like, shut the fuck Like, up. because they're just, like, the exact, I feel like being from, like, New York City, and then, like, they'd probably say some shit about, like, upstate New York, like, oh, you, like, crazy people up here, and they'd just be like, you know what, we're done with it, and just, like, push them off a cliff. Let's just kill them. Let's just, let's just, yeah, flip the switch, kill them. Yeah. So I think that would kind of, I think they would just push them off a cliff, <laughs> straight up. And then they'd be gone forever. They'd be like, hey, do you want to take our picture? And they'd be like, yeah. And then Shoves them off like, the cliff. Goes to hand them the phone and just like, be just like, go get it. <laughs> they just jump off the cliff themselves. Yeah. Thelma and Louise style. <laughs> yeah, but I think they would just get annoyed with them and kill them. Because like, from the minimal like experience I've had of upstate New York, well, we're not even really in upstate New York, we're in western New York. But, like, people don't like people from New York City. They think that, like, they think that they're better. Which, like, I don't know. They think that New Yorkers think they're better? Like, New Yorkers are very arrogant about being New Yorkers. Yeah, I And agree. I think that annoys everyone else. Especially people from New York. Because it's, like, there's more to New York than just New York City. Yeah, I agree. Which, like... <laughs> Like, I probably am guilty of that, because, like... Oh, miss, I'm from Chicago. Exactly, like, and there's the whole other... Like, there's the whole rest of Illinois, but then it's, like... Yeah. But what else matters? <laughs> like, not to yeah. say that, but, no, like... Tess but, is an arrogant... Non-arrogant is, is pretentious. I'm an arrogant city person, I'm sorry. She's pretentious. You don't see me going around being like, well, I'm from Lake Worth. What else is there in Florida? Orlando? No. Small potatoes. To be, to be fair, though, like... I, listen, I no. think Illinois is a wonderful state, but to be fair, in terms of, like, what people would go to Illinois for, I don't see people going to Illinois for anything else besides Chicago. That's right. Because yeah. it's flat. Although, actually, no, middle of Illinois has some um, really nice, like, state parks. There's a Starved Rock State Park on the Illinois River. Uh, see, everything, when you Google things in Illinois, everything there is all <laughs> things in Chicago. <laughs> I'll find something out. Let's see. Oh, wait. Abraham Lincoln Museum. Springfield you can go to because yes, they have- Springfield. But literally like- Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park's a city. That's in the city. Oh, damn. What's that? The Anderson Japanese Garden. It's in Rockford. Uh, that's like north. North of Chicago. It's in its own city, Tess. Yeah, but like- Yeah. The 
Cahokia Mound State Historic Site. That's where's that at? Uh, I don't know. It's in Collinsville. Okay, so that's south. Or in Sioux, Chicago. Yeah, we get it. We have the Dana Thomas House in Springfield. Yeah. We have oh, no. the I mean, Ulysses S. Grant Home State Historic Site in Galena. Galena's in, um, that's like a little bit north. Yeah. West. Anyway. There's other stuff. But like, my point is exactly what I'm saying, though. Like, people from, people tend to hate people from cities. Yeah. I don't like tests. I'm kidding. <laughs> I listen to that. But let me tell you about people from cities. I'm not from a city. And yeah. everyone I've met from the city is like, oh, my city is the best city. Chicago? Like, what? I, There's nothing else better than Chicago. Let me tell you about the L train. And the people from Boston are like, well, Boston? Oh, best city ever. I will say this, Dunkin' Donuts, and it's like, get out of here. I will say this, and I'm sorry if I'm calling you guys out, but anyone from Boston is the most arrogant about boston and like not to pull this card but boston's not even a big city it's tiny i've never been to boston but i've never been to new york city either or chicago so i'm not one to speak about anything no and i listen as a kind person as a kind midwesterner i'm not like i don't my arrogance about chicago could not match the arrogance she thinks chicago's the best though and let me tell you i think all cities are nice let me tell you it's so great meeting someone not from a city because they never talk about where they're from ever that's fair it's so nice yeah the amount of times tess has talked about the train system in chicago that's just because i just want to fucking know that's just because i'm a nerd i don't know what she's talking about and every time she does it she's like well you know i think if anything, the subway system i think if anything i just do it because like i occasionally get homesick and i'm like oh yeah like i just want to talk about this she's like well if i took the l here i like couldn't do that with the the d the d train is just the worst and i'm like there's no uh. it's just one train and i have no idea what she's talking about yeah um yeah if florida had public transportation you're i'd be rebuttaling as i was recently in florida and you should talk about it more because it's nice it's cool except i don't like florida Mm -hmm. because i'm not you well that's fair i mean yeah but i mean also i think it's we were talking about new york i think it's really funny my friends who still live in florida Mm -hmm. the twins specifically um every once in a while they're like wait do you live in new york (laughs) Because they don't know where Rochester is. Yeah. And the only thing they know of New York is New York City. Yeah. And they're like, have you been to the city? And it's like, well, that's like five hours away. It is like seven hours away. It's It's so far. Yeah. I haven't been to New York City as like an adult. I went there as a child, but I don't remember anything about it. I've never been there ever. And all my friends in my um, fraternity are like, you should go to the city sometime. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, yeah. How am I going to get there? Where am I going to stay when I get there? Yeah. Listen, I would just like to say that, to defend myself, I know I talk about Chicago a lot. A lot. She's, oh. We're sitting in her room, and there is, like, so two much maps merch. of Chicago. They, okay, one of them's from my friend. It's not like I, like, m- besides the one, the, the rest is The huge-ass wall map takes up a whole wall. It's a tapestry thing. Listen, don't call me out, but... The arrogance of an East Coast people cannot, like, I think I everyone's can't arrogant. That. Have you met someone from Los Angeles? Exactly. That's not the East Coast. Well, a- any coast I don't trust. You know what? I don't trust the coasts. You're weird. <laughs> I'm from the East Coast. I know, but, like, not, like, the... 
nor- Are not- you saying Florida's not on the East Coast? We're fucking surrounded by East Coast, Tess. I know Surrounded that. by East Coast. Uh, I know. But I mean, like, it's not like the, like, Tess Northeast Coast. Tess is prejudice about where we're from. And I think <laughs> we should all accept that Minnesota is the true Midwest, and so is North Dakota, and any other state that claims they're the Midwest should, uh... Well, that's the T. Watch Fargo. And Minnesota nice. I will fight. Minnesota is the best state ever. I love it. Like, I tried to go to college there so badly. You don't even know. Like, pretty much every other school I applied to was in Minnesota. But I think the thing is, like, the Midwest, I am from the Midwest. But mm-hmm. I'm no really, shit. but, like, Chicago, it's, like, is its own culture. And then, like, there's the Midwest of, like, Southern Indiana Midwest, which is a whole different thing. Like, there's some overlap, but, like, I'm not, like, there's... It's a different vibe from being, like, a small-town Midwest. Like, that's, like, a different thing. You know what I mean? No, I've never been to the Midwest. Uh, except wonder. for Ohio. Is Ohio in the Midwest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I was born in Ohio. Um, So I guess I've been there. Yeah. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Anyways, uh, comment below what the best part of the country is. There's, like, no comments. I know, but... <laughs> Anyway, it's just a phrase. Like, people say that on YouTube, so it's just Like funny. and comment if you either like and support subscribe. or hate Chicago. Yeah. If Maggie you, will make a Facebook poll. If you poll. feel no ways about it, just also like and follow. Yeah. Um, anyway. No, we should make a poll on Twitter of, like, what's the best section of the country. Last time I made a poll, we got one response. Well, maybe this time people feel passionately enough about it. Maybe. I'll make a poll when this goes out at some point. Cool. Um, anyway, we have a survey. It will be linked in the description. Um, it's just for us to get to know you. Um, also follow us on social media. That would be fantastic. And once again, thanks to all our Patreon supporters. Um, that would be Cameron, Austin, and Coldier. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks. Bye. Uh, bye.